Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back. This is Postpartum Propaganda. I am your host, Jax, and I am so glad that you are returning for, what is this, episode four? (laughs) I got really excited about doing this episode. I had ideas in my head what to do after this, right? We kind of talked about being pregnant. We talked about childbirth. Um, we talked about um, some of the things that we do, we don't do uh, in those first two weeks of having that newborn baby. And I was like, okay, where am I going to go with this? And after a um, sermon at church and some things going on with my um, business, the topic came to mind. I was like, yes. This can also go to having new babies and parenting. And I was literally in the middle of sanding my fireplace mantle, getting ready to paint it. Because, you know, what else do you do on maternity leave but paint, rearrange furniture, and spend way too much money. And I was like, okay, I got it. It's clicked. I have my notes. Let's go. So I'm going to keep this uh, to as close to 10 minutes as possible because I want to make sure that these are in pockets of time for you. The last couple kind of got long and um, here's to some consistency and figuring this out. So here we go. We got 10 minutes. Episode four, expect nothing but embrace everything. Okay, let me say that again. The, t- the, the title of this one is Expect Nothing But Embrace Everything. There are so many things that we learn on the go that we uh, don't know what to expect, that we read about, we hear about, we get advice about, and honestly, all of it could go right out the window right? Your baby, your, your, your kids are going to, your kids in general, if you have more than one, they're going to be different. They might be really similar. They might be exactly the same. They might be completely opposite. And when you're on your first one, you're going to get so many uh, people wanting to ask questions. How's it going? How are you doing? Um, wanting to relate, and, which is great. I think the opinions and the input and the help from other people is extremely um, vital. I think it's extremely helpful. But at the same time, we got to remember that everybody's lives and lifestyles and babies and things are going to be different. Are there constants to raising babies yes other things that as for babies that you just do you don't do for their well-being and their health yes absolutely how we do it may be different uh and the process to where we get to the result may be different so expect nothing expect nothing okay because we don't know what to expect but let's just embrace everything that comes from it. So I, there was a great analogy in, in church, whether you're religious or not, I'm going to relate this to parenting because I think um, I, I think it can be embraced the same way uh, religiously and not religiously. But the concept was um, God dives in completely, right? He doesn't just dip his toes in the water um, to 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 kind of love us, to kind of pour into us, to kind of lead us, right? He submerges himself. We, as parents, submerge ourselves into our kids, our relationships, our marriages, our babies. We submerge ourselves into it, full body, into the water, into uh, this new life, so that when we come out of being submerged, we're dripping with love. 
We're dripping with compassion. We're dripping with knowledge. We're dripping with embrace. So we don't know what to expect, but we're going all in. But we come out ready to embrace everything that comes from it. Is it not so not true, right? Uh, I have some really great points that are serious and some really funny points. Okay, so let's dive into some things that we um, you can't expect, but you just take it on. Y'all, when you experience um, that first poopy diaper, no one can prepare you for tar, pa- pasty, poopy diapers. They tell you. They tell you how babies progress, right? Oh, it's kind of black and sticky. And then it turns into yellow mustard seeds. And if it's your first one, you're like, what the frick are you talking about? And then you have the first poopy diaper. Like in the hospital, you have the first poopy diaper. One, how excited do you get? Like, let's be real. I've, you never will be so excited about a poopy diaper except for the first one in the hospital. And it's black and it's tar and it's sticky and it's disgusting. But we are so excited. Like, yay, good baby, good girl, good boy. Okay. Every time after that, it's a crapshoot. No pun intended. You don't want it. Okay? You go from black tar to mustard seeds. Like, who comes up with these descriptions? I mean, they're completely accurate. I mean, we're not talking, like, yellow sandwich mustard. We're talking, like, um, gray poupon yellow mustard (laughs) with, um, yeah, disgusting. So we embrace, we expect, we don't know what to expect, but we embrace that first poop. And then you have your first blowout. And that's all all on its own. You're not really sure. So always make sure when you're laying your babies down, you're putting them in their car seats, you put them in straight. Okay? Because if they're lopsided or turned to one side, you're going to better, you better believe that that blowout's going out one leg into the pants, and you're probably going to have a really gross baby. One time, if not more, you're going to put that baby in a sink and rinse them off, okay? You don't know what to expect about poopy diapers, but you embrace it. You celebrate it, okay? Um, The next thing, siblings. If you have more than one child, we do. We have a a six-and-a-half-year-old and a a six-week-old, and a a six-and-a-half-year-old, the sibling adjustment, right? You prepare them. You talk to them about it. You try to get them um, feeling confident that they're not going to lose the attention, right? We had to really work on that with our son and and make sure that we were phrasing it correctly and say, instead of saying, hey, buddy, like when we have to do something for your sister, you're going to have to be patient. No, instead of that, we had to change our wording because we noticed that he started becoming, um, I wouldn't say fearful, but lack of a a better word, fearful that the attention on him was going to be sacrificed. And I mean sacrificed completely. Uh, so when we changed our, 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 our language, our wording, how we phrased it, we said, okay, buddy, we're going to, we're going to need your help. If I have to feed the baby, but I need, uh, something from her room, can you be a really big help? If I show you, you know, beforehand where things are, can you help me and get it? Yes. Make sure they want to be involved. Okay. So the sibling adjustment, don't expect anything. Don't expect good. Don't expect bad. There, you can't ex- you can't prepare for what's to come when when siblings are trying to adjust until you get there. Um, and it could be really good and it could be really bad. So far, our experiences has been pretty good. Very intentionally, uh, we have had to work on it. Some days are a lot harder than others, but sibling adjust uh, adjustments expect nothing until you get to that point. 
but embrace everything that you can because you have two beautiful babies and I, I bet if for anything, you're going to find a sweetness. You're going to find a compassion to your, your eldest that um, is going to be beautiful. Other things you can't prepare for sleeping, sleep regressions, um, babies getting their daytimes and their nighttimes mixed up. Like, Lord, help us if we ever have that. Knock on wood, we didn't. We didn't really, we didn't have a baby that flipped their daytimes or their nighttimes the first time around. Let's just hope we have it this time around uh, the same way. But sleep regression, lack of sleep, not napping, crankiness. Y'all, if you got cranky baby, get that baby down for a nap. <laughs> Let them cry. Put them down. I actually had to do this this morning. Little girl, she was hungry. She was cranky. She was yawning. I'm like, okay, you're not hungry. You've eaten. You, you're, you, you want to be held. You want that. You want that love, you want that feel, you want that touch, but you're yawning. You want to be put down. You want to be put into your comfortable place. So put her in that that halo sleep sack, put her in her crib. She she yelped, she cried, she did her thing, but you know what? She's tired and she was ready to go down. She went down and y'all, I got two arms up looking into this baby camera. We, she is a happy girl. Um, so we, you can't expect you're to know what your baby's going to need, what your baby's going to go through, especially with sleeping, uh, what you're going to go through in that same time and how much adrenaline you're going to work, you're going to work through. And um, you're going to expect nothing from it, expect nothing from it until you get to it. But when you get to it, embrace it. If that baby wants some extra snuggles before putting them down, oh, I love giving the extra snuggles. I am way more lenient this time around than I was the first time about maybe some rocking, maybe some snuggles, maybe some embracing before I put you down. I am a big advocate for I'm putting you down somewhat awake and you're going to put yourself down. I'm going to let you cry. Even if that means setting a 10 minute timer to let you cry so that you know you're safe and you can self-soothe and you're going to get there. You'll be good. But sleep regression, sleeping pandered, schedules, oh my gosh. <laughs> you can't expect anything, but man, do you embrace it and you take it head on. Um, way to go. And again, going into the cries, crying for attention, crying for hugger, crying for being sad, but crying for being in pain. Can we talk about how many different types of cries there are? And man, do you figure them out fast? I, I don't have a crier. Uh, neither of my kiddos were big criers. If our little girl's crying and kind of a constant crying, um, she needs something, something's wrong. Okay, I, I, I have totally learned that because she's not a big crier, she, she when she's kind of constantly crying, she needs something, usually hungry, or she's getting tired, and she just wants to be put in her comfortable space. Um, can we please, <laughs> you can never um, be prepared for that first shriveled cry, you know, where they're shaking, that, that bottom lip is shaking, and they just are so unhappy, it's like, oh, what do you need, what do I, what can I get you, um, you can't, you don't know what to expect. You can expect nothing from until you learn and then you embrace it. Uh, cries because they're sad. They just want to be loved. Cries because they're in pain. Cries for hunger. Man, you learn that one real fast. Crying for hunger. Uh, yeah. Parenting is beautiful. Parenting is something you can't prepare for. You really can't prepare for it. You can't, until you get into that moment, expect you're going to know anything, even from all the advice and the opinions and the articles and the things you want to read. At the end of the day, it means nothing. How you are going to do it means everything. How you want to embrace the moment is, is up to you. How you are going to uh, 
take on your new role is up to you. And for that, it's fantastic. You're going to learn some things that you do or don't do have good and bad consequences. You're going to learn those real fast. <laughs> and uh, sometimes we either we deal with it or we learn that, okay, maybe I have to accommodate more. Maybe I have to accommodate less. You learn on the go. Expect nothing, but you embrace everything. I am so glad you guys joined me today. I hope you enjoyed this. Make sure to like or share what you've heard with your friends. If you're enjoying these episodes, this is episode four on postpartum propaganda. I hope you'll join me next time. You have a great week.